0: Ciao everybody! My name is Sofia Medina. Many of you may know me as Sophie's World and you're watching Growing Up Italian.
1: What's up, everybody? This is Sabino, and this is the Growing Up Italian podcast. Today we have a special guest, Sofia Medina, aka Sophie's World. Ciao, Sophie.
0: Ciao, Sabino. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you today?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm glad that we got a chance to finally sit down and talk. I know I we've know. been talking about this for a while.
0: I know. I'm excited to be here.
1: So, how's everything going? I heard uh, you're you're getting ready to go back to Italy this summer.
0: Yes. Everything's going great. We are planning a trip to Italy. Our first time back since uh, the, we moved back to the States. So in almost two years. Wow. Yeah. So,
1: we're so excited. So Move back to the States. Let's for those of you that don't know, Sophie, you're going to learn, you're going to learn about her today. Those of you that do know Sophie, you're going to learn a little bit more about her today. Hopefully. That's the whole reason why I wanted to do this like little in- interview podcast with you. So originally you're born in the states right yes yes what, what part of states are you in Where- i
0: am originally from houston texas and i currently live there now uh, after oh, wow. moving all over the place uh, in between but i'm back here for now back home yes even a lot of my family doesn't even live here anymore and that's my dog leo he will be he's so
1: cute i i'm seeing him in the background so <laughs> You you lived in, in Rome for a little bit, of, right? Like a, quite some time?
0: Yes. I lived there for almost four years. Um, I, we moved back right before COVID. So like the fall of 2019.
1: Okay. And you met your husband while you were there for four years?
0: No, I actually, I moved there for him. We oh, met. Oh, wow. Yes. So yeah, I know. So <laughs> we uh, we met on a work trip be- beforehand. Um, in Rome? Uh, no, uh, in Spain, actually, because we were both working for the same company, which is a, was a, a travel company. And we were on a work trip in Barcelona. We met and we were to, the rest was history. We, we were together for a year long distance. And then I kind of was in a, in a rut in my life at that point. And I was like, it's either now or never. I was able to get Italian citizenship because my grandfather, like the whole uta Sanguinis thing,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, so it was just easier for me to move and live with Emilio than for him to come here.
1: So, how like how was that transition from Houston to Rome?
0: So I actually was living in Boston at the time.
1: Oh, you are living in Boston at that. Yeah.
0: So um, I loved Boston. I honestly probably wouldn't have left if it weren't for meeting Emilio. But um, it honestly, I have always. I mean, I grew up going to Italy. My grandfather had a, a house in Tuscany, so. I was I've always been called to Italy. I mean, it's in my roots, but it's also it's just I it was an easy transition for me in the beginning. But I mean, I think a lot of people think this whole dream of like the Italian dream, kind of like the whole Julia Roberts, you pray love. It's going to be perfect. It was definitely difficult for at first trying to meet people, being an expat, even though it's your origins and, and mastering the language. It was challenging, but it was one of the best things I've ever done.
1: Were you like in like the center of Rome? Cause Rome is like a super big region. So like when I think when I, I, I spent a lot of time in Rome, like the last couple of times I went to Italy, usually like, you know, I go to the tourist spots, but I try to like not do that as much now. So yeah. like outside of Rome is also like amazing. People are super passionate, very serious with their food, like Roman cuisine, you know, you know all that
0: i know i know rome is huge it's like i mean yeah we were in the cent cent i mean not in the centro storico but we were in i would say the center we were in a neighborhood called prati
1: which is near the vatican yeah yeah, i know i know i know what that is yeah so from now boston to rome rome for me like that's a place i wish where i could live one day like Just you go for a walk and you're seeing things like new things every single time. Like one day, the last day I was in Rome, we had like four hours left until our uh, train or I should say our bus back to our hometown. And I just gave like a cab driver, $200. I'm like, just show me whatever for, for this time. And he was telling us like, you could be in Rome for 40 years and you won't know everything. Like they had a, they had like indoor water, like, for hand washing and bathing 2000 years ago. So
0: like, I, know, I, love, awesome. I love
1: the history of Rome.
0: I know it's, I mean, I still, I mean, when we go back, I'll probably come across things that I didn't even come across being there for. So, you know, you, you go, we, I mean, I've been on trips as a tourist and then actually living there. You, you almost take some stuff for granted because you're like, I'll get to it one day, I'll get to it one day and then you leave and you never got around to it. So there's always something to
1: explore in Rome. It's huge. What was the biggest thing that like surprised you about Rome that left you you know always thinking about it like something that really left an impression on you?
0: Well, I mean there's positives and negatives. <laughs> um I I mean I'll start with the po- the positives is just you're in an outdoor museum and everywhere you go there's there's beauty. I mean, it's hard to find that here in the states. Like that level of history and yeah, beauty. Yeah. Um and just the people are always so, they're just living their life, right? I mean, they people are at lunch ordering a bottle of wine and just sitting for hours on their lunch break. And here in the States, like we we live to work, which yeah. really put things into perspective and that was difficult to come back to. Um, but then also that's kind of, it's faux in a, in a sense because it's hard to get a lot of things done. It's very bureaucratical and because people are, Um, that way it's, it's very hard to get certain easy things that we take for granted here in the States done over there. Mm -hmm. So that can be frustrating, but those are the things that I miss the most now being in the States.
1: But what's the thing that's not so good. Is it the work? Like, well, you
0: know. it was, it's like the the whole bureaucratical process. So a lot of things that we take for granted here in the States, like just dropping off a letter at the post office
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. takes
0: forever. Right. I mean, you have to pull a number and I mean, that's the Italian way and they're used to it and it works for them. But coming from such order here in the States, that was really tough. And also the lack of, of jobs, um, even for Italian citizens, I think that's a big reason we came back here. To the States um, was because, at least in Rome, uh, we probably wouldn't have had this experience maybe a little further north, but finding the, a job in, in my field was kind of difficult.
1: It wasn't like impossible.
0: Yeah, it was. So it was a nice time to really enjoy and live life um, and kind of, you know, the whole dolce far niente saying it's like actually true. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, dolce vita. Yes. Yeah. So when I was in Rome, I actually went to a Roma versus Lazio game. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know <laughs> how many Lazio fans there were. Now, do you even, did you even notice that in, in Rome or?
0: Yeah. So we actually lived really close to the stadium
1: where yeah, all the soccer games,
0: all. football games were. Yep. Um, and I mean, all the time, I mean, people would just, whenever there was a game, I mean, the whole area where we were living in was just flooded with people and wearing head-to-toe colors and like singing and and I've never been around that I mean growing up in Houston like the soccer scene isn't really that big here um so I it's like that here for for American football right but or baseball but it was yeah they they have a lot of nationalism in their in their sports
1: yeah Yeah, that was like a crazy experience because the derbies are always like super competitive and like the whole city stops for a day for that soccer game.
0: Yes, and like parking is impossible. And um, I mean, yeah, fights break out and it's swarmed. I mean, it's swarmed with cops always. People from
1: that whole area travel to the stadium too, like from two or three hours away. Yeah. That's super crazy. Now, how did you get Emilio to move to the States
0: this is what <laughs> I want to
1: know, because, you know, it sounds like, you know, he grew up in Italy his whole life, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Born and raised Get
1: him to say like, like, let's go to Houston.
0: So, well, yeah, Houston was pretty tough to, to convince him. I mean, his American dream is more like New York city <laughs> or like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. California or something like that. I think he was kind of at a crossroads with his job and was like, okay, it, I think there's more opportunity in the States for both of us, work wise and career wise. And we were at that point in our life where that's, we kind of wanted to focus on career now. And Houston made sense at the time because it was closer to family. We were, you know, going to be able to find an apartment real quick. And it just made more sense in the interim. But then COVID hit. So a lot of our plans, it didn't, you know, a lot of our plans didn't
1: really. A little pause button, like. Exactly.
0: And it kind of still has been a little pause button, but we're here for now and we're happy we were able to quarantine and be here during COVID. But, um, I'm not sure if we'll be in Houston forever for the long run. I, he, I think he, no, I know he definitely misses Italy, but he does say a lot, like, I know we're here where we need to be for now. Um, and I know a lot of the things that frustrated us both in Italy work great here, but then there's a lot of Things here that frustrate him as well so the grass is always greener right
1: the other side yeah that's how yeah. it usually goes how how's the italian community in houston
0: i honestly don't know i don't find it that big um but i think because i tried when Emilio moved here try to get him into expat groups or go to the consulate and sign up for they do expat meetings, but then COVID hit everything shut down. So honestly, I don't know that many. I've met a couple, like a handful, I can count them all on one hand, uh, who have reached out to me or have found me through social media, who have moved here, who are Italian, who I've met with um, and kind of become friends with. But I don't know many. I know that there's Facebook groups and they exist, but I haven't gotten to meet many, many of them.
1: It's like one of those things, if you don't know where they are, you're not gonna find it. You know? I know, I know. It's always grocery I'm shopping, though. I'm sorry? Groceries, like as far as like finding Italian products, do you find that to be a challenge as, as well? or
0: No, not at all. At least in Houston, Houston's a very um, international city. Uh, so believe it or not, <laughs> I feel like, um, but it's, yeah, we have a lot of specialty stores. Um, and we have a lot of big grocery stores that specialize in importing goods and groceries oh, yeah. from all over the world, but we also have a fresh pasta shop and we, we do have those, those resources and a lot of ingredients or brands that you can find in Italy. So that's been nice. Amelia is the one that cooks and we, we hardly ever go out to eat for Italian food here.
1: Yeah. I'm sure you can't find any good Italian food. like pasta
0: it's really Especially, hard you
1: lived in Rome for four years like
0: I know I'm so I mean Emilio is very picky because he's such a foodie he's also a sommelier so he's just like all in that oh foodie my world. god
1: yeah he's super into <laughs> taste and he could he tell is you, yeah
0: um and I'm I became super picky I'm gonna tell Ital- I'm going to admit I'm an Italian food snob I mean once you live there and you have your Italian family cook for you and you're spoiled right and so then when you go out to try to replicate that it's you're always going to find something wrong with it so
1: yeah so I I've been like digging into a lot of your social media stuff like your YouTube vlogs 24 hours in Napoli I thought like those kind of videos I really like to see the perspective of somebody that knows like what America is like Houston Boston and you said you've been a couple other places and then going to Italy and like kind of seeing you know if I had 24 an hours in Napoli what would I do like, right that's that's literally a YouTube search for me. Like if I'm going to Napoli for four hours, I'll probably YouTube search 24 hours in Napoli.
0: Yeah, so. I miss doing those videos. They, those videos, I mean, I can't really do that here. You could do it with some American cities for sure, but it's not the same. So I definitely miss that content and I'm glad that you enjoyed it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's timeless. You know, that's the one good thing is that you did that already in Anopoly, So now... Did you ever do anything in in like Boston, like the North End? Well, I you
0: mean filming wise, or content wise. wise? So I actually didn't start my YouTube channel until I moved to Italy.
1: Oh wow! Okay.
0: Yeah, but if I ever get back to Boston, I would love to do something like that because I love the North End. How yeah. is?
1: Because everybody says it's the best Little Italy in America. A couple uh, people do, I should say.
0: Yeah, I I mean I can't speak to I haven't been to all of or maybe I mean I've been to San Diego Little Italy, I've been to New York Little Italy, but. Boston's little or north end little Italy is very I mean it's super small it's like it it barely covers anything in terms yeah. of like their footage yeah but the restaurants are really good uh, and they have like I think it's called Monica's Market that has really good 100% imported authentic Italian cheeses and breads and everything but I mean and, and you we, we hear people speaking Italian like o- older people uh, kind of just sitting you know like like the non-knee just sitting in, in the street speaking italian to each other yeah, so yeah, cool. uh, i haven't been to the the little italy in new york in a really long time and the one in san diego to me isn't really much, yeah, of, like, italy. much.
1: but a lot of people say new york city that the real little italy is like author avenue because they yeah. say like Little Italy yeah. manhattan really isn't little italy but i i kind of enjoyed a little italy in manhattan though because like you know all the restaurants the owners of the restaurant trying to hustle you in yeah it's like, it, it, you like you're day. in italy exactly <laughs> like yeah i mean to, i you mean, you know exactly. you know like, like guys singing outside so i kind of it started to grow on me more you know like the older i got spent time in little italy and manhattan i was like this is cool, but the thing with New Yorkers, I think there's so many Italians in like Brooklyn and the Bronx, Queens. So we're kind of spread out. So like, it's not like, you know, you go to Little Italy to like watch a soccer game. But now, like I got very close with this owner of this like one place. And I'm like, this could be interesting to like have a one place where we could say like, this is where we're going to meet up because Manhattan's close to everybody. in that sounds like the Bronx, jersey you know so
0: right and there's i mean there's just so so many italians or you know italian heritage in in new york that all meeting in one place i could just see (laughs) that would be a big festa
1: yeah that's what that's what we're gonna try to do like i i've been i've been talking to this one owner there and he has like same vision as me so i could kind of see us doing that
0: that would be awesome i know we would like, I mean, I love New York. Emilio's favorite city in the US is New York
1: City. So, why don't so, you guys spend some time in New York? A couple of months.
0: Well, yeah, it would be nice. I would love that. I know he would love it. And right now, my work is remote. So, never, never say Can never. Did
1: you ever see um, the Instagram page, Emil Viaggio New York?
0: Yes. Yes. And Emilio actually follows it. Have you ever met Piero?
1: Yeah. He was at my house like two weeks ago. Oh, my if you look on his Facebook, you'll see videos of me out there.
0: Oh, my gosh. I will definitely do that. We 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 follow him. I was <laughs> actually
1: talking to Piero the other day, too, because I, I'm always, like, someone that wants to, like, work with certain people, especially, like, people like you and Piero that really, like, know the culture. They spend time in Italy and, like, they really cherish it. But, like, with Piero, I've been talking to him about doing a lot of stuff because he's, like... So unique in the sense that Italians worship what he does. Like, I've been that. with so many celebrities and stuff like that. Nobody cares when Piero posted me. My family in Italy was like texting me, like, come my Piero. Oh my god,
0: <laughs> it's so true. I mean, he has a cult
1: following. I think because Italians
0: are so interested in the actual life of New York, and he he shows like everything, everything.
1: Yeah. Um, I like, went to the Amazon store the other day wow <laughs> like, yeah I, I, I was like <laughs> it's
0: so foreign to italians and it's like they're living through his lenses basically i think i mean he's super intelligent and in, in, in starting his page um at, yeah that's funny small small he was, world he's
1: he way ahead of his time if you mm-hmm. ask
0: absolutely before the whole influencer content creator thing started
1: yeah like he was way way ahead of, and that's like part of it like as well as you like as much as you are talented you got to have a certain niche thing that you know not everybody could do and that's why I think your story is kind of unique being that you're born in Houston and ended up four years in Rome and now you're back so you like get experiences from what you've experienced and you you know create your own personality like your own individual self and that's what you really see on YouTube TikTok, and Instagram like with your videos.
0: Well, thank you that that means a lot I think honestly I started. YouTube was really the first thing I started I started it because I was lonely as an expat in Italy. Didn't, it was a way for me to kind of like a diary to send back to my friends and family of what I was doing and then I think like overnight basically I realized that there were so many people that were in a similar situation if not in Italy and other countries and we just formed our own community and it kind of just went from there and I think that what you're doing is awesome because you bring
1: us all together yeah. At least we tried to, we tried yeah. to, well, but now- I really like what, what you just said, because like, let's say, you know, you spent your whole life in America now you're in Italy. What better way to show everybody, this is what I'm doing than actually doing like a real video and like editing it and chopping it up, putting the best moments, the best highlights of what your like days are like, you know? So,
0: yeah, the, the highlights, reels, and then there was a time also, I mean, I also shared the negatives and the struggles, because I also wanted to paint this picture that it, it, it's not all, you know, rainbows and butterflies, it's not all, like, eat, pray, love, Julia Roberts, perfection every day. There are difficulties, and these were mine, and also bonding with people who had similar difficulties, and just showing the, the reality of moving to a different country, especially with your own roots.
1: Yeah, that's well said. I really, it makes a lot of sense now. I I think I've learned a lot about you, like sitting, sitting down, talking to you. This is like, we've been talking a long time about sitting down doing this and I'm glad we did.
0: I know it's because it's, I've been following you guys for a long, a long time. And you know, the back and forth messages or comments, but then you don't really know someone's story or I mean, I, I didn't know much about you either. So it's just kind of sitting down and and just chatting because you can yeah. see what people share on social media, but never really seeing yeah, yeah, what I mean. Exactly,
1: you never really know. Like, like we said, social media is the highlight. So you don't really know what someone's really been through unless you really like sit down and talk with them. And like, I like this piece because it's like something where People could really find out who you are by looking at this video, and that's what I like doing. Because, like, when I'm really like working with somebody, I'm just be like, just look at our interview, and you'll you'll know. Because people always ask us, like, oh, this guy you posted, that girl you posted, like, what's the deal? I'm like, oh, I interviewed them. Just go look at it. That's like a well, big reason why great. I do it. You know?
0: I love that. I love that because it gets. I mean, because people's first impression sometimes with certain content is just like we're all in this like cancel culture nowadays and it's like without really knowing the person um so i'm yeah i was honored when you wrote when you wrote me i was like oh sabino wants to talk to me (laughs)
1: well i like i like like we were talking about it before we started recording but like you know we're all like super gimmicky and like the creating thing like it's gnocchi not gnocchi like the video we posted to you you know like pineapple on pizza this that like at the end of the day, everybody does the same stuff. It's all about like, who does it better? And like, who really knows? You know what I'm saying? Like you've been to Rome, you've been to Italy, you have your citizenship, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? And it's important that we like do push the culture and like the way we see it, you know? That's what it's really all about.
0: I couldn't agree more. And and a lot of those videos, they're all in, in great fun but also trying to (laughs) share the 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 truth or the pronunciations and all that and you know at the end of the day I was telling you like I'm not I'm not that I really am not even though some of my videos show it it's just a gimmick but it's I'm not that person that if I'm at a table with someone and they order uh, bruschetta I'm gonna look at them and and tell them that's not how you pronounce it like I'm not that person but deep down
1: you should be though (laughs)
0: <laughs> i am <laughs> by, on my the social way, media. by the way
1: by the way you should say bruschetta you know? well i normally
0: i'll say it like if i'm ordering after them i'll say i'll you know brus- bruschetta and then they'll always say oh is that how you pronounce it i'm like yeah i mean yes <laughs>
1: so, for me it's funny when some people they'll be like oh so you growing up italian like some people that know me from growing up in brooklyn don't even know about growing up italian and then really like they'll find out because like I'll post a story or something. They'll be like, wait, that's your thing. And I'm like, yeah, they're like, so wait, let me ask you, what's the best chicken parm? Ever? Oh, And then I'd like say, listen, you know, like Italians really don't eat chicken parm like that. I'm like, that's more of an Italian American. They're like, what are you talking? Like people really don't know. So I know. That's why we're so important. Like, especially with TikTok, because these little videos just go viral and get all these views. So I feel like it's a platform made for us to really like show who we are and what's right and what's wrong.
0: Yeah. Well, and you, I mean, I think COVID also gave a lot of creators the the, the opportunity to become even extra creative with what they're putting out. But I feel like, I mean, you have a great following and I love that you're utilizing it the, the right way and putting out proper information out there, but having fun with it too and making it's okay to make fun of ourselves at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. And like like we were saying before, some people get upset about it, but at the end of the day, like they can't stop us from making what we want and right know, saying well, what we want, You know,
0: but at the end of the day, if you're putting out correct information, people will take it or leave it. It's out there in the universe. And then is, you know
1: it is what it is at that point. Exactly. But Sophia, I had a great, great time. Let's definitely connect. If you and Emilio come to New York, please let me know. Let me know way in advance because we we'll plan to do something too.
0: No, oh, absolutely. Love that. Um, I appreciate appreciate the offer, Sabino, and I appreciate the time. It was so great connecting with you. Are do you, are you planning a trip to Italy anytime soon now that everything's starting to open oh, up?
1: I'm I'm like debating it. I'm like 50-50 right now. Uh, I'm waiting to see because we're at my dad's hometown. They like carry our patron saint up a mountain for eight hours.
0: Where is his hometown?
1: In Campania. Okay. So they yeah. have Yeah, the Madonna we have like the biggest mountain in the region and like they bring our patron saint up a mountain for eight hours and then leave her there for nine days and bring her back. So yeah. I'm going to see if they do that, I'll probably go. Cause last year they did it.
0: That would be amazing. Um, Emilio's hometown in Calabria, they do, they do it. It's probably yeah. a different Madonna, but, um, but I, that's
1: awesome. Yeah, but I mean, the Southern Italians all like every little town there has their own patron saint yeah. and like what they're really connected to. So you know we I all have the that. same love it's all the same kind of idea you know but it's true our versions true. of it
0: well i hope you get there if not for that then sometime soon i know we all are having our or we're missing our italy fix but
1: yeah yeah definitely
0: yeah well thank you so much i appreciate anything it. else you
1: want to say that you want to plug in or something um I you on tiktok on um sophie's world right
0: yeah sophie's world on on youtube TikTok, yeah. um instagram it's like sophie's dot world because there's another sophie's world already existing but yeah if you can i don't do you you put these on youtube so if you could just maybe link yeah. those and in- yeah YouTube that's what i'll do that's cool.
1: Cool. I'll, I'll get all your links and i'll put them in the description for anybody who wants to follow sophia
0: thanks and then whenever it's live just let me know and i'll share it also I will, of YouTube.
1: course of course i will yeah enjoy well, thank, you. thank you for Good
0: your time you know we'll talk soon right. ciao Hopefully,
1: always say hello too. I will. I will. Ciao.
0: Ciao.